now tuning into Fandom Rant Radio. On to your butt. I am your father. All of that sweet change. Hasta la vista, baby. Remember, the force will be with you always. Hello, what have we here? But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. I got a bad feeling about this. You know, they, they call me cautious being on multiple social media platforms. This is madness. Where's my super suit? We have a Hulk. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Fine. I'll do it myself. My name's Bond. James my name's Jack. Hello there. Scruffy looking nerf herder. It's a trap. Hi guys, uh, we are here today to have a whole episode dedicated to the web slinger himself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I cannot contain my excitement. This episode, the spectacular Spider-Man, was actually an inspiration due to the close release of Spider-Man PS4, uh. which has been, everybody's been waiting for for so long, me personally, even though I don't even have a PlayStation, so it sucks Gameplay balls. Gameplay looks amazing. Oh, I've been... The other day, I spent at least an hour watching gameplay, and it just looks so good. I'm, I'm putting really my name in, in so many raffles to win a PS4. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm getting one for... Getting one for Black Friday with Devin. Me too. All yep. right, we're no, gonna split in. Not split. In. Well, I want to get my own. No, you're not. I will. Oh, you dirty boy. I will, cause I want God of War and Spider Man. Dab. I'm just kidding. It's all about Spider Gwen. <laughs> just Spider Gwen. I'm oh, all about Spider Man. <laughs> Talk about it, Spider Boy. <laughs> I know. Spider Boy. All right, I'm gonna introduce the boys here, starting with the guy to my left, which is. Hi guys, I'm uh, J.K. Simmons. Uh, pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> pictures of Spider-Man. Nope, it's uh, me, Clint here, uh, aka Dyslexic Man. I'm uh, back for y'all. What's up? Hey. hey guys, it's Jack here. Super excited to be on this episode with y'all. Jacko. Jacko. Trying to, Jacko. Trying to move on. Jacko. From that. I'm trying to move on from that. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, Ryan here, the guy who does all the editing. Just, just saying that. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, shade. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm and really I'm the host, you know, the usual host and the best ranter here. So moving on. <laughs> Insert, I'm the host, <sighs> audio cue. God. Exactly. Anyway, this episode is going to be extremely dedicated to Spider-Man. Extremely dedicated. I mean, and extremely. See, I could have just said dedicated. just dedicated or like, you know, this is specifically dedicated but i said extremely he did you guys the audience should get chills from that is this amazingly dedicated to spider-man spectacularly before we get into anything spectacular <laughs> okay. spider-man is the best animated tv series out there you know i would argued with you i agree with i you. really like ultimate spider-man but i think spectacular spider-man is better spectacular spectacular okay okay so, starting off, I'm going to give a little brief intro to the Spider-Man character, although we know that everybody who's listening in knows who Spider-Man is, so who? just bear with me. Shut up, Ryan. Okay. Spider-Man is a fictional superhero created by writer-editor, the infamous Stan Lee, and writer-artist Steve Ditko. <laughs> That's funny. He first appeared in the anthology comic book, Amazing Fantasy, number 15. In August of 1962, 
Ever since Spider-Man has been released, he's had a huge impact on pop culture. And he's easily one of the most popular superheroes of all time. Not to mention the most popular, popular Marvel character ever. Which Fight is me on that. not even arguable. Not yeah. arguable. Can't argue that. He's the mascot for Marvel. He really is, he though. Is. Marvel's color is Spider-Man red. And let's get going. Anyway. So, as you guys might have already know, but for the ones, very, very few people who don't know, his origin story depicts him as a uh, teenager who has gotten bitten by a radioactive spider and thus acquiring spider-related abilities, such as the ability to cling to most surfaces, shoot spider webs using wrist-mounted devices of his own, or in oh, some yeah. cases, out of his actual wrist. Oh. <laughs> his own invention, which he calls web shooters and react to danger quickly with his spider sense, enabling him to combat his many super-powered foes, such as Dr. Octopus, Green Goblin, and Venom. Originally, oh, yeah. the character used, uses these abilities for stardom, but after letting a burglar escape, who is responsible for shooting his poor Uncle Ben, he learns to use his powers responsibly. Emphasis on responsibly. To mm. with great power, much power comes, comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Mm-hmm. Very well put. Yep. Where is that? Is that from the Bible or is that from Spider-Man? That's from Uncle Ben, bro. <laughs> Both. <laughs> is it in the Bible? I don't, I don't know. It definitely seems like that could be in the it, Bible. It seems like it could have been. When are we ever given great power in the Bible? Or are we talking about the Bible? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, Anywho. I'm going to have Ryan oh. list off all the live action films that have been out up to this episode. So obviously, if you're listening in, there's already three more. Yeah. Don't are, sue us. Are these just Spider-Man films or is We're, this list including films that... Spider-Man has been in live action. Live action in his films. Souls. Is it just live action, not cartoon related. Yeah. Not doesn't okay, cool. doesn't include Civil War. Won't include or Infinity Civil War. War. Okay, their origin stories. Ryan, what's the list? Starting with 2002, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. What? An That's intro. almost as iconic as Iron Man in 2008. Oh yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. And the thing I would say about this is, me and Jai were talking about this earlier. Is it's so hard to compare Tobey Spider-Man to anyone else. I don't want to get into this too much. Because he's such a classic. It's like comparing that to Star Wars. Like, it's cheesy. It's like, you know, it's it's the original we've seen in the movies. I, no, I think Ryan is, you guys are making faces. But <laughs> what he is referring to is like the type of humor and the type of character that Tobey Maguire plays is yeah. very similar to a character in the original Star Wars. Yeah. I agree. You know? Sweet. It's goofy. All right, moving on from that. And then Spider-Man 2 in 2004, and then followed Ooh. not too far after with Spider-Man 3 in 2007. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. We'll I, talk I, about that one later. Oh, yes. And then what I would like to call the greatest reboot of all time, The Amazing Spider-Man 2007. I, wait, not 2007, 2012. Well, well, that I didn't mean that. Not that even was really close. So it was a five-year gap. Five-year gap. Which about I was really years. excited to, uh, for when I was little. And then also Amazing Spider-Man 2. Don't forget about that. 2014. And then last but definitely not least, Homecoming So there was, a, there was a smaller gap between Homecoming and Amazing Spider-Man 2 than there was between Spider-Man 3 oh, yeah. and Amazing Spider-Man 1. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
But people didn't complain about that because Marvel was taking. Yeah, and yeah. It, he was going to be introduced in the MCU. Yeah, so and actually, people knew it was going to be technically Spider-Man was already introduced in 2016 because of yeah. Civil War. So it was really only two years till Spider-Man went back. Yeah. Wow, that's true. Yeah, can't get huh. enough of that guy. Yeah. So on to that, we as Phantom Rant are going to discuss our ranked. Oh. Out of all six of those films. This will be fun. Starting. This is everyone's opinion, right? Not just this is the host's every, opinion. This yeah. is everyone's opinion. There's a I'm reason why I didn't completely fill right. this out. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Explain what's going on with this. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to list off all six of them in order, order from worst to best. But. But here's the thing. We didn't decide the first or second place. So we are going to discuss that when we get to the second place. Yes. And first. So really, it's like two and one. All right. So starting with number six, who wants to explain Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man 2? Oh, Jacko. And why it's last. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'll explain why why it's... I'll explain uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I refuse to explain why it's last. Amazing Spider-Man 2 takes place, uh, obviously, after first Amazing Spider-Man with uh, Andrew, Andrew, Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Sorry. And I haven't Stone. watched any of these films lately, so coming into this, pretty cold. Oof. Um, but this film features quite a few villains, such as uh, Electro with Jamie Foxx, and you got the Green Goblin in there as well. Dan Deheen. Dan Deheen. Oh, God, Dan Deheen. Not, not a great representation of... <laughs> Not at Norman all. Norman Osborn, Harry Osborn, or the Green Goblet. It was all pretty bad. Yeah. But Major and blood even Harry. Paul Giamangi as uh, Rhino. Rhino. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Rhino. Oh and hints towards Sinister Six in that film. A lot of hints. A lot of hints, which would have been pretty cool. Yeah. But um, they're still considering that, too. I'm just going to throw this out now. I would rather take a Sinister Six film with Andrew Garfield than Tobey Maguire. Or, oh, or, sorry, Tom Holland, but. Um, that's here nor there. Yeah, I can. No, because I feel like Andrew Garfield is a tougher Spider-Man. Oh, have you not? No, I honestly do ha, think ha, that. Ha, I, I, like, Tom I, what's, what's I would trust him that? in a fight. I think he could beat. What I'm trying to say is, I'm try, I'm, I think Andrew Garfield would beat Tom Holland Spider-Man in a fight. Oh, I honestly don't. I, you don't well, think so? If Tom, if Holland's- you take away the suit, take away the suit, take away all the special AI that Tony Stark gave him. Ooh, he, no, I don't. That's a that's um, a tough. You never Tom really Holland. saw Tom Holland fight without. You did up until the I end. Mean, of the you did in the his end. Last, the his last suit. All I'm gonna say is uh, Tom Holland equals Iron Man Junior. Yeah, I do like that. Well, it's the thing fair. I don't like about Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, what do you don't like? Which almost is close to our fifth one, is that it has way too many villains that were Very just true. shoved in there. It's shoved down people's throat. And none of them were good. And the film tries to answer too many questions, like who's Peter's parents and what's the what, <laughs> what was their point? Yeah, what was that? The, uh, casting, the casting for the villains in that movie, Jamie Foxx as a nerdy... Uh, um, oh man repairman whoa 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 if we're gonna talk about casting and laugh about it you have to laugh about uh the cast of venom more than anyone that is the worst casting call i'm not defending that are we ready to go into our number five well let's explain amazing spider-man 2 a little bit more and why we why it's last 
Well, the reason I would say is because I think Jamie Foxx was so miscasted for that. Yeah. It just doesn't it's not doesn't fit his that's character. That's the reason at all. it's the worst though because one No, no, not that's not the main reason why it's bad. That's just the reason you'll but like also, it. But also Dan DeHean's Green Goblin and just throwing Rhino in there. I just it's just such an overabundance and then they're also trying to do this subplot with uh Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker trying to find more details on his father. Yeah. And what he was up to. I, need I don't know. Your it blood, just was Peter. Do you think maybe if they had that. picked I have this disease, and I need your blood. <laughs> Just give me your blood, Peter. Just give me your blood. <laughs> I basically, Dan basically Don Deheen in that movie. He looks so tired, man. Just go to sleep. <laughs> Doesn't look so good. I need your blood, Spider Man. Also, also, Paul Giamangi as a Russian mobster. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Giamangi, Spy- the spider. This is the same guy who played John Adams. John, and he's a pretty good John Adams too. Spider Man. <laughs> Him angry. Paul Giamangi screaming and I mean I the Spider-Man 3's villains aren't that good either but the thing I would say they have a leg up the two things I would say about Amazing Spider-Man 2 that I do like is Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone's chemistry thank you it's always good and and <laughs> and that she dies okay thank you I um, wanted someone to bring that up finally because they gave you the most emotional scene in Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. I would say that is the most... It's the most scene. heart-wrenching scene when he finds out and realizes she's actually dead. And the blood comes out of her nose. and like That scene that is That scene is impactful. really painful to watch. I, I haven't seen this scene for a while, but is she already dead when he drops her? Or is she, she dies no, on no. impact? So she, she dies on she impact. Catch, he catches, catches her. And then like... It, and it all goes falls out back. and it snaps... Her back and she hits her head. Yeah. yeah oh, she hits her God. Head. oh, there's dead. There's really um, sad. That is. I would also like to bring in the allusion to the comic, which happened, which is well. The only thing that's kind of different is that when Green Goblin drops Gwen Stacy, you don't know if she was dead already or if he killed her. Interesting. Uh, that's, the, that's the only thing that's that's different. Mm. But shout out to the clock that hit the um hit the note, and when you know the. In the, the big, movie, it's the same issue as it, the comic. Yeah. Interesting. Also, I would say that reference. Gwen Stacy is better than MJ. I would say that. Oh, oh okay. my gosh. We'll get into yeah. that in a second. Are you but kidding me? I would say um, also that her death is one of the biggest comic book deaths ever because that was the first time that's ever been done yeah. to a love interest. They always make it out okay. And up till then, the, it was always the same thing over and over again. They bad guy captures the damsel in distress and yeah. then they you know like and then it really they flipped it on his head it was huge that comic wasn't it it was the amazing oh, no, spider-man it, was it, huge just because it, they finally killed a main character that's what made comics dark and gritty it didn't yeah. end that, well yeah. it doesn't end all happy and perfect yeah for those yeah. heroes i would argue that that death scene is probably the saddest superhero death scene in any superhero movie period that's interesting I would. I, would, I, I don't really find that. anything that would be sadder than I that. I can't yeah. find anything closer. to I mean, that. Marvel really hasn't done anything close. Like Loki was pretty sad. Loki was Uncle sad. Ben dying. Uncle Ben. Good. Uncle Ben maybe. Ben dying, but you don't. But you, you know don't that's know gonna happen. happen. Yeah, and you love Gwen Stacy love from the from all her character that's built up in the first movie oh, yeah. and the second movie. Way better than Kirsten Dunst was oh as MJ. Goodness. Oh yeah. MJ was a jerk. She was a jerk. She was whiny and Spider Man too. I hate her in Spider Man. She's such a jerk. No. No. You missed one showing. <laughs> I'm an actress. You save lives, okay? Yeah. Well, it's I all mean, about me. 
Okay, so clearly but. you guys think Amazing Spider-Man 2 should be last, so yeah. let's move on. Whatever. So number five <laughs> is pretty close. Spider-Man 3. Almost bad is Spider-Man 3. Ooh, I love... Actually, not love, but it's a guilty yeah, pleasure Yeah, love is a me. very strong word. It's a very big guilty pleasure for me, but it does have its serious faults. Sandman doesn't... <laughs> Freaking Sandman, man. Sandman man, doesn't... Man, man. Sandman really doesn't need to be in there in the first place like or makes I, sense it's odd. it sucks you want to how talk you about take this now two of the best spider-man characters and you have access to two of the best storylines of characters and you just sabotage it in a movie oh you, they have three yeah. because they have new the hobgoblin goblin too no new goblin oh new goblin hobgoblin's hob when goblin? he's like a huge he's an actual like yeah, goblin a, yeah. oh my bad new goblin is harry osborne is that his technical name? He's not yeah, the Hobgoblin. No, he's New Goblin. Hmm. Yeah. No, I actually like. I think New Goblin's pretty cool. I like. No, I, he's cool. He's yeah. cool. And he's an anti-hero. At the he end. is an yeah. anti-hero. I actually really do Hits like his head. Team. I really do like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we rewatched that scene yesterday, <laughs> and he no no super soldier serum. You're dead. He hits his head into a pipe, dents the pipe. Hits uh, hits what? like a side of a fire escape, I think. <laughs> yeah, hits side of a fire escape, and then and it, it falls hits a, like thirty feet, and hits a trash can on the way down at the same time. <laughs> Not to mention That's thirty he, feet. He, he dies there, right? No, no, he just, no, he amnesia. just loses his memory for like a good, like a good. Uh, but he gets it back. But only the yeah. memory that he doesn't remember that that includes Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Or, even or though the, there's a huge time gap between. It's a year gap. Yeah, I don't. Jack's watching it right so now. So bad. <laughs> oh, this is the pizza theme. <laughs> what? Sorry, he hits yeah, his head. I just hard. think that's like that's also, so bad. He also takes a grenade to the face. To yeah. the face. True. Yeah. And he's still sitting. He and he barely, like, he's only half scarred. Nothing else. Just his face yeah. too. Not yeah. even like yeah. Lost a chunk. Anyway, also <laughs> that movie has so many faults. Like when. When, um, what's his name? What's the real name of Sandman? Marco Flint. Marco Flint. When he's, like, uh, running away from the cops, and then he just jumps over a fence, and then just happens to run to a facility that nobody else is watching, by the way. The cops don't even find him. Is that comic book accurate? It's, I don't think it is. I looked it up, and I tried to, like, because I didn't, only thing that I don't like about that is that they don't explain what they were trying to do, and the, like, it's just there. It's just like they're turning on the like you don't know what this machine's doing to the sand. Like why is it doing it? They don't say what it's the. the they're not even. They're do. not even watching it either. Yeah. Because when he falls in, they're like, "Oh, we got a disturbance. Uh, it's probably just a bird or something. It's gonna fly away." Doesn't even look if there's a big old man Wouldn't there. The heat signature be a like prison convict four times. The yeah. Of a bird or there's or something a camera or you just look yeah. out the window yes, to see on. if there's come something. Come on! Come on! Come on! It's, Especially if it's, it's, it's for the story. In my opinion, you can't have a story that cheesy unless it's a direct reference from the comics. Like if that is his story in the comics, that's his original, uh, like, origin story. Then you can replicate that. That's fine. But if it's not, and you're just trying to make a story in the movies, and it's not that great, and that's a fail. Well, it can kind of is, but yeah. it, well, and. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Oh well, it is because he I does. Know, he though. he does. Uh, it's like um radioactive sand. I also looked it up yesterday. Oh nice. Because we had a really big um radioactive sand <laughs> microscripts and like you know it goes into his skin. It's basically like Spider-Man but with sand. 
You know, like it uh, changes his DNA. I that Sandman makes the least sense okay. to me. We had a whole argument about that because, like, me- okay, Green Goblin makes sense. He just has like enhanced serum. That's that's what it really yeah, it meant, makes sense. It met, um, messes with his head, yeah. so he's got like this bipolar condition. Doc Ock, he just has he's already developed these like AI, AI limbs, and he said that there was the chip that was preventing the AI from like you know interacting and taking makes over sense. his brain stem, and the, you know like the thing gets breaking broken. Venom, and then sand. Can I just like I know it's ridiculous, but there's also mm-hmm. a lot of different. But it makes no sense. There's also an, like, cool. Do you want me to tell you how Clayface became Clayface? He put on the stuff that, like, you know, he had, like, a big scar, and he kept putting the stuff on his face. He put too much on. But, like, boom, clay face. You need, like, <laughs> you need, like is it makeup? You no, need, like, too much makeup on? It's kind basically kind of like that. You need, like, water to survive. So, like, does salmon not drink water because it kills him? Like, you have no. to have 70% of your body is made out of water. Okay, I get he's, it. It's a comic not. book. But it just makes the least sense out of all the villains I've seen. He's just sand. He's just, 100% he's sand. sand. He's got no organs. He's just sand. He's Sandman. He's sand. He's Sandman. I think it Thank was just. You. But the water doesn't even kill him. in the beginning. Like they, they haven't. They were coming up with new Spider-Man villains, and it might have just been an original yeah. idea. All I wanted is Not just great, to be though. better explained. But the way that they just showed it was just I so think, stupid. I think we're getting hung up on this. Yeah, we, we get are. Kevin doesn't like Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> I just anyway, want... that was gonna be one of my squabbles. But should we move I on to number it. four? Yeah. Let's move Does on. anybody else have anything about Spider-Man 3? We know Venom's bad. Yeah, we ha- we didn't mention any. We should have mentioned Venom. Dofer. My spider sense is tingling, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> so Eddie bad. Brock's praying under the, the church. God, kill Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> he took my girl. He, he took, took my, my job. job. Dude, but it's <laughs> like... Such bad had, story writing. Even, like, every right to get fired. He photoshopped... No, oh, no. no. Emo Peter Parker. Anyway. Where you say that? Dude. Eddie Brock is the guy that, like, the awkward guy from that 70s show. Yeah. They picked him for Eddie Brock. The intimidating Venom. And the funniest part is that they didn't change, like, an ounce to his voice. It just oh, sounds no. like him. Like, it, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Sounds the same. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. I want to kill the spider. You want to kill the spider. Oh, God. Oh, it's so bad. Anyway, we know Spider-Man 3 is bad. So we're going to get on to a little bit better. Eric, or a lot better, name. I would a say. Lot Eric better. Foreman. Aaron Foreman. Eric Foreman from the 70s show. Oh, God. <laughs> God. All right. Anyways. To, to number four. The Amazing Spider-Man, which introduced Andrew Garfield, which a lot of people at first hated this movie. I mean, before release, though, because it was only five years between Spider-Man 3 and this movie. and It wasn't really called for. There was no need for it. Yeah. And they completely recasted. It was just another origin story that we already knew. But... It was a lot better than we expected it to be. Yeah. Because it was extremely well casted. Uh, Andrew Garfield, obviously, Emma as Peter Stone. Parker. Emma Stone. Ooh. Gwen Stacy, arguably, as we said before, better than Mary Jane. Oh, Kirsten definitely. Dunst. Would you guys almost say that Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy is probably the best uh, love interest in a superhero film? Yep. 
Emma Stone or Gwen Stacy itself? Emma well, Stone that portrayal. Emma Stone playing Gwen Stacy. Her portrayal Stacey. of Gwen Stacy. I would say. I think would the only yes. one that comes close is maybe uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's Pepper. Pepper. Those two are I really can't think of another, like, serious, but, like, seriously good. Not just because it's famous, because, like, Lois Lane, but there hasn't Amy been Adams a good Lois Lane. Yeah. But what about Chris Pine and Wonder Woman? Oh, never mind. Oh, you're right. Yep. Oh, you're yep. right. Chris Pine is the love interest. That's well, right. I mean, forgot about that. Well, I guess I'm not saying just because he's Chris Pine, but I actually <laughs> enjoyed not? that romance. Really? I, I no, I, I really mean, enjoyed that romance. That romance was non-existent. What? No, it wasn't. No, it they actually totally was pretty had, good. They had a one-night stand. They totally had <laughs> chemistry. They totally Did had they? chemistry. That's true. I would say it's pretty it just, good, but yeah. I think no, oh, we're no, close to Emma Stones though. No, not as emotional. I totally. No, I disagree. No, I disagree. No, you can disagree. That's fine. Let's yeah. move on. We'll, we'll let you disagree. Anyways, main villain in this is the lizard. The lizard. Which I liked. I, I really liked, liked it. Because it was Dr. Connors. You know what I yeah. noticed yeah, that was about cool. the Spider-Man villains? They all have a weird connection yeah. with Peter Parker. We were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. They're not just a random guy that comes out of nowhere. It's like, I don't like that hero. Yeah. I'm going to fight that hero. They and all have He's not just a random villain that shows up you know out of nowhere. You know what's funny? All of his nicknames are pretty much what his villains call him. The Webhead. Spider, all that stuff. Yeah. Except Spider Man, I guess. Yeah. Penis Parker. When I say penis, you say Parker. Penis Parker. Penis Parker. <laughs> 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 it's oh, penis no. Parker. Wait, wait, which one was that for? That was from Homecoming. homecoming. Okay. At the party. Uh, you say penis. That's one I thing I don't Parker. like about Homecoming. Penis Parker. <laughs> I don't like uh, the Flash. He's like not intimidating at all. The Flash. He's like a science kid. <laughs> I know. It's a popular science kid. He's smaller we're than Tom. We're, guys, we're getting... Uh, yeah, we are. Moving on. Anyway. anyway. So, and more on Amazing Spider-Man. I thought it was... Even though it was a redoing of the origin story, I thought it still did the origin story really well. Yeah. Does it do and it better? it actually explained... Uh, his parents for once. Yeah, which I like that so a lot. Yeah. Cool. And actually created a whole like subplot within the series yeah. about his parents being involved with Oscorp and his father being the partner to Connors. I love that. that you're cool. forgetting one big thing this film introduced us to. The Web Shooters, which I was such a big fan of. Which is the original comic books. Yeah. Unlike the Raimi Organ- series. The organic. Or, which is so stupid. I'm going to oh. explain that later. But the web shooters, you see him build them, which is so cool. And that's why I am such a big advocate for The Amazing Spider-Man. I kind of wish it was one or two, but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I just, I love it. I think Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is just so dynamic with Gwen. And I, I don't know, you just learn to love him. He's into photography. He's a big nerd. He gets his camera broken, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> that this, was the worst part. This movie is also very well cast. It really yeah. is. Dennis Leary, Stanley's in it. Yeah. Okay. Dude, that's my problem. That's, that's, that's my favorite. That's my. That is my favorite Stanley, Stanley, Stanley cameo. cameo. Sally Field. Library. That's great. Sally Field's really good. She's a great Aunt May. She really was. I still think my favorite Aunt May though is the original Aunt May. No, oh, yeah. you're gonna say Homecoming. She's yeah. way too old. But she's supposed to be old. I know that's comic yeah, book accurate, but. But she was all, it wasn't because of that. It was because she, I don't know, she she was always really cool. She gives a lot of support to Peter. Great advice, too. But also, um, about Amazing Spider-Man, I would say a cool little thing about the parents is if it wasn't for his father, he would have never became uh, Spider-Man. Because I just rewatched Amazing Spider-Man today, the first one, and he finds the briefcase with all his dad's stuff and all the thing that 
um, the experiments that had to do with the spiders. And if he wouldn't have been interested in that, he wouldn't have gone to Oscorp and bumped into. I mean, he like looks at the guy and he enters the code, and then he walks in and he obviously yeah. goes into the room with a bunch of spiders and then gets bit by a spider. Which personally was way cooler Which, story on how he became Spider-Man than the original. We also Sorry. find we also Sorry. find out in the second one though, going back to the second one that. Peter was the only one who could be bit by that spider. Which I it love was encoded the second in his for. DNA. That's probably the only That's reason so I cool. love the second because his father used the DNA for his his it own can only DNA, be, his own blood for yeah. the spiders, and yeah. then it could only have been him. Yeah. Anyway, which I thought was so really cool. should we move on to number three? Question number three. is that accurate to the comics mm, or not at all? Maybe one just version. Maybe I don't one know. version. I probably don't it's know. just really cool story writing. It's, it's it really probably a one shot. I, I like that a lot more than a random boy gets yeah, trying to take a picture true. of his bit, like, spider. I don't know. I like Destiny. I like that type of stuff. I'm I, sorry. I think I like that. That's just me. I like I mean, that Destiny origin. Destiny. I like that origin better because they were just on a field trip and just a random spider at this random little like place. Like nobody, if they're radioactive spiders, why don't you have a lockdown on that? <laughs> yeah. Well, the only thing, the only thing that I have is I just didn't really, too. I just didn't really care yeah, for Peter having parents. If you want me to be honest, really? because Uncle Ben and Aunt May were always kind of filled those roles in the first place. Yeah. yeah. So right. that's why I didn't really like. I don't know. I just didn't really care for Peter. That, even though it's kind of brought mean new stuff because it was also a reboot and retelling of the origin. So they had to bring some new things to the table, and I think. It's not a bad movie. It's actually a pretty good Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man? Yeah, it really I love is. it. Shout out to the shout out to Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone's chemistry too. They're also oh, dating yes. during both movies, so yeah, that that's helped. what. Yeah, that's, that's how better. you know it's good romance. It's a good connection. Also, it's believable. It also, really Toby, legitimate. Also, Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst hate each other too, so that's why it didn't really <laughs> Dude, work out. Kirsten Dunst, man, she was uh, such a jerk to him. Should we talk about her as we move on to? Well, okay. Yeah, that's my biggest. Well, let's talk squabble. about her, and since we're talking to our about our number three, and our number three is the first live action Spider Man, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, two thousand two, we first are introduced to P- Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker, which I know a lot of the audience right now is like, "Yeah, Tobey." And I'm like, I love Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. I did too. I'm I will. Not, yeah. I, I'll say this now. I'll say this now to everyone. Like, I am a huge Sam Raimi fan of his movies, besides Spider-Man Three. I love Tobey Maguire, but I think Tom Holland as Peter Parker and Spider-Man is a much more balanced, well-balanced character. Uh, I think, and I like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man a little bit more. I, I just this is me, getting to the the other question. Hey, let though. him finish. Let yeah, him finish. Okay. Do you, me, do you want me to stop right now? Want me to stop no, you right? can keep going. Oh, I just like Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker so much. He's just so traditionally <laughs> nerdy. Yeah. And, and I know everyone's like, eh, too nerdy. It's just like, well, it's 2002. Flyweb. It, it's Fly. Too, yeah, it's 2002. It's, it's Shazam. It's, it's, this it's is too, very close Shazam. to like, I mean, it's only a couple years away from Jurassic Park, right? It's like 10 years. 10 years away mean? from Jurassic Park? Yeah. It's, Spider-Man? Like the no. original Spider-Man is closer to Jurassic Park than nowadays, right? Yes, uh, Jurassic Park's 93, so... That's so nine, nine years. Yeah, yeah, nine no, years. yeah, it would be closer. So, I mean, I think you could lump those movies it's in a category. Yeah, and I just love the entire sequence when he's trying... Actually, what you just said, like, you know, he's trying to figure out how to... I know everyone doesn't like organic web shooters... Even though it's, it's going to get man. to <laughs> the host does. I do. I, I, just love, I just love the whole entire like sequence where he's trying to figure out how to do it. And he's just like, up, up and away. Fly, web, fly, fly. Web, fly. Shazam. 
Yeah. yeah. And then he makes like, the perfect little things with his fingers. Yeah. How, how would you ever out. know? The it's, only reason I know to do that is because of Spider-Man. You know, and anyway. The bully scene with Flash book. Thompson. Flash Thompson. Yeah. Flash Thompson meant to kill him in that fight scene. Yeah. He literally dented a locker <laughs> when he f- threw the f- first punch. Also, really cool sequence showing Spider-Sense with that, too. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that was the coolest yeah. Spider-Sense. I would agree with yeah. that. Yeah, spider senses are pretty non-existent in the new ones. In Homecoming, Homecoming, yeah, yeah. I had this huge discussion with him, and we had this huge really argument. Not. Yeah, it's not really, and that's apparent. okay. No, but that's fine. Well, that's, that's okay what I'm though. It's fine because it's already been done. So it's already many been times. done, and there's a reason for it's it. It's a given because Tony Stark's given this new suit with yeah. AI. The only reason I would say Spider-Man the original is not one of the that one of the top two is just because of mary jane and she just ruins it for me also i love the first spider-man it also could be kind of cheesy too though it is green yeah. goblin but i do love green <laughs> i do love green goblin uh william defoe as green I, goblin yeah, it was i good. can't see anyone else is playing green yeah. Goblin besides him to be honest he was really good as norman osborne yeah i think it was pretty yeah. good casted too yeah, and I just my only issue with Tobey Maguire's uh, Spider-Man series is just um, the the drama between Peter Parker and uh, why am I forgetting Harry? his best friend's name, Harry Osborn? Oh, James I just, Frank. I love James. I did James not, Franco was a good I did Harry not Osborne. appreciate the drama between his father dying. He's like, oh, I have to kill Spider-Man, and it just carries over to the third one, and it's just like, yeah, a little, it was a little, a little unnecessary. Like- could have gone. Why no- didn't Peter just tell him that he tried to kill him? He really never give a solid explanation yeah. to well, Harry. Then he, he finds out he's Spider Man in yeah, the second one, and then he's like, "I he hate never just Peter sat him now. down." I'd argue well, that's I mean, kind of a cool story that well, starts in the first. I think it's cool. And it me, ends me, in the third. Let me argue. I know you guys are saying like, you know, but the Spider Man killed his like. You could Spider Man kills that even though he didn't didn't kill him. Thinks. But his it's dad was also Green Goblin and was whack job. Insane. But he's but he's also your dad. But he wasn't a nice dad either to Harry. But no, it's but true. it's just, it's also the parent that raised you. Sometimes you do have to put yourself in their shoes. Like, imagine, like, God forbid, but imagine if your dad was killed by some superhero to say, you would have hard feelings for the superhero. You wouldn't think he's a hero. But then you find out your dad was a complete psychopath who killed tons of people. Like, did, did he really know in that? BVS? Question mark. Dab? <laughs> How is that he was a, to get wait, he was it's abused. pretty much the same scenario but he i would argue that by, both he was are abused. compelling stories he was abused by his dad he didn't yeah. want, he hated his dad he hated he? his dad who who hated his lex luther oh lex so it is yeah. different it is different it's very different harry yeah, not even close. norman and harry <laughs> anyway have an abusive relationship no mm. he loved his dad and he loved his dad my also bad, one uh, thing to it's all good bro sorry say about the 2002 spider-man is that it introduced one of my favorite Spider-Man, uh, not my favorite Spider-Man, favorite superhero soundtracks. I love, I think uh, the original series has the best score out of all the Spider-Man. Hmm. Easily. Uh, Easily. I mean, I don't listen Amazing to yeah. Spider-Man is very good. N- it's Han- Hans Zimmer, but Danny Ooh. Elfman's version yeah, is Danny way Elfman. better. Yeah, Danny Elfman's really good too. <laughs> Even Spider-Man da, 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 da. three soundtrack's not that bad. Yeah, no, even it's Spider-Man cool. three. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, 
Are anyway, we ready to move on to our I, top? I am ready to discuss the battle between our first and second spot. Wait, it was James Homer. Homer. James Homer for the first Horner. one, but Hans Zimmer did Amazing Spider-Man. R.I.P. James he Homer. He did? Yeah. R.I.P. Oh, wow. James Homer. Hmm. Is he actually dead? Yeah, he is. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah, James Horner? Yeah. yeah Horner, yeah. sorry. He also did... Nice. Um, uh, Braveheart's soundtrack. Which yeah, he is did. So no way. Yeah. All right. Are anyway, you ready to discuss? I'm ready. So all that's left, obviously, if you didn't catch it by now, but all that's left is Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. and Spider-Man Homecoming. Let's, let's just establish right Two now. really okay. great movies. I think a lot of our listeners are wondering why Spider-Man 2, so I want Clint to explain why Spider-Man 2 is ranked so I think he's the best so qualified high. to He's the most this. qualified, so please explain for us. Well, Spider-Man 2, well, I think it's because, first of all, it's more of, you can say like, it's, it's a superhero movie, but you could also say it's more of a movie. It's technically, it's like a drama, and just like Peter just gets hit into the ground each single time. It's just him. It's it's a really him thinking about, can I be Spider Man? Him trying, him he's failing college. He needs money. The girl of his dreams just said no. He's like, marrying another guy. Yeah, he's marrying another guy. Yeah. Who in fact is actually J. Jonah Jameson's son. Yeah. Who is becoming an astronaut. Uh, his he just told Aunt May that he was partly responsible for Uncle Ben dying, and it's just this in, this entire like thing. He's just so stressed out. And he's like, he doesn't know if he can be Spider Man. And I love this. There's a dream sequence of when he's asleep with and Uncle Ben's in the car I with love him, that. and he's just like, like uh, Peter, take my hand. And then he's just like, No, Uncle Ben, I'm Spider Man no more. And then. Well, yeah, and it makes sense because, dude, Spider Peter Parker gets railed in that movie, and it's Spider true. Man too, because you know, and Spider Man is like getting attacked, <laughs> J. Jonah James, J. Jonah Jameson, and he's trying to balance both Peter Parker and Spider Man, and it's just not working at yeah. all. And you just you see that through his eyes, and it's like, dude. You really feel bad for Peter Parker in Spider Man too. Also, yeah. his best friend hates him because everyone knows that Spider. No, everyone. Well, before that, everyone mm-hmm. knows that Spider-Man. Peter Parker is Spider Man's photographer, and so James Franklin's trying to like tell me where Spider Man is. He's like, I can't. If you yeah. knew him, yeah, would you it's tell good. me? And then yeah. he doesn't answer. Yeah. yeah, you really do see Peter Parker rise from like kind of this. I can be Spider-Man and help out, but then like it really brings it to like this real world. Like I got stuff to balance. I got yeah. school. I got a family. I'm trying to get this girl, and then it brings it full circle to I can become Spider-Man. I can do, actually do this. Yeah, you know. I don't know and if like, you guys already said this, but like in the midst of all that happening, his mentor is the one who becomes yeah, his, his mentor is yeah. the main villain, which the is Dr. really cool. Oh, yeah, I was which about to I get. Think I think he's a good villain. Oh, I think he's he's my favorite out of Raimi's trilogy. Oh, I think yeah. he's my uh, favorite villain. I like him better than Goblin. The cinematic yeah. villain. So we've kind of been defending Spider-Man 2 as a movie. Incredible film. Incredible. I mean, it won an award. It won Best Visual Effects in 2005. Oh, the yeah. visual effects in the movie are still really good. It was Spider-Man amazing. Man it was too. also nominated for Best Sound Mixing and Best Sound Editing. So has some of the best fight sequences in superhero movies. Yeah, I love especially the fight that scenes. end scene was yeah. really the train. cool. Oh my god, still comparable to oh, the, the train. That train scene is really good too. Oh, that was a good scene. But 
we're debating homecoming. So I just wanted to throw out some things about homecoming. Oh, oh what you? <laughs> okay. One thing left about uh, Spider-Man 2 is that he had good reason to give up Spider-Man because nothing was going good for him. And it was like, why is it fair that I can't be happy after all I've done? Right. Oh, yeah, and everyone hates Spider-Man at that point, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I would argue that that's a good reason, but in Amazing Spider-Man 2, he has a far better reason. When Gwen dies, and he makes a promise to Gwen's dad in the first Amazing Spider-Man, promising, I will protect your daughter, yeah. and then he's the one he who fails. ends up getting her killed. And yeah. so I think that that's... Just that a more a, compelling, a point, but that movie much sucks. more compelling reason for <laughs> him to give up the the Spidey suit. I'm just arguing that. I know. I'm just there kidding. are really good parts of Amazing Spider-Man think, two, and honestly, I'm more I care more about that argument, yeah, than this one. The Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> series, <laughs> I think, honest. is such a good drama. It's a great, it's great feel-good movies. Yeah. It's like it's Spider-Man if, if you if you're not a big fan of the comics and you don't really know much about Spider-Man, I think. Amazing Spider-Man is really is good. One because, oh, I thought we were talking tells, about Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man. No, I think I'd argue that Spider-Man's kind of better. Like the original Spider-Man, maybe. But like for someone who's looking for an interesting movie with great, um, dynamic uh, storytelling, there's this kind of a mystery going on with his dad. Whereas, but you know, also the, the second one just, wasn't good enough, so they they couldn't get a third. Well, it's true. I mean, it's unfortunate that the second one wasn't as good as what. I mean, universally, people don't like it, but I I love that movie. But I yeah. mean, we should move I on. We should move on to Homecoming because uh, yeah, let's yeah, okay. Yeah, I okay. want you okay. You guys argue why you think okay. like bring up the points. Okay, so like so far, I'm gonna say this one thing before you go into Homecoming. Okay, is that until recently, I decided that I love Spider-Man Two more than Homecoming. Oh, because Spider-Man Two. Before Homecoming came out was my favorite Spider-Man movie for so long. And not just yeah. that, it's it's a, it's got a lot of depth in that movie and it really represents superheroes and the genre at at as a at whole. The highest level. As a whole and not just that, Homecoming kind of like is more of a situational thing. And I love yeah. Homecoming cuz for a while ever since it came out, Homecoming was yeah. my favorite and until recently I changed my mind. Yeah. Okay. So I'm on Team Spider-Man 2. You guys are Team so Spider-Man 2. Team Spider-Man 2. Homecoming. All right. Let's go. Team Homecoming. I, well, you go first. I'll start. For the longest time, I could argue that I know that the original or Spider-Man 2 is better than any other one, but then here comes Homecoming with Homecoming. Tom Holland. With Tom Holland. Robert Downey Jr. Okay. It's just Marvel. Forget about branded. Robert Downey Jr. He's You're a great, right. he's, he's great. <laughs> He's, he's a great addition to the casting. He brings an inter, in, interesting mentorship where we don't see Uncle Ben. Um, you don't get the origin story. We not don't to mention, not to mention powers. Aunt May, um, played by Marissa me, Tomei. Oh man, and she is very attractive, which is amazing. That's a hot Aunt May. <laughs> but that doesn't make it that first. Doesn't, that doesn't matter. That's that's, that's not why it's great. What is the reason? Is because he's he's just a kid, and that's who Spider Man is. He's a sophomore in high school. He is a kid. He's got a crush on this senior. He can't drive. Um, he's got a best friend who loves building Legos. Like this, this is yeah. as nerdy as it gets. The only issue I have with that Peter Parker is he's not into photography, which is and a that's big, a very obscure thing. It's it's obscure, but I mean, but it's it, also a lot about also, Peter Parker. True, and he's not taking pictures, which is like, whoa, that's Peter Parker right there. Yeah, which is 
but I would argue his Spider-Man is amazing. Like he's fun and he's just like, that's the type of humor we love in the comics. The only issue I had with it is um, he's scared of heights in Homecoming. I like that. Because he's not officially Spider-Man yet, really. It's he's just, not swinging from buildings, it's a very skyscrapers. Interesting perspective. And I think that the warehouse scene where he rises under all of the debris is a really cool scene. I also. think it was uh, Kevin Feige mm-hmm. who was talking about how, it, or uh, who directed Homecoming again? Yeah, uh, um, John Watts. John Watts. Yeah, John he's Watts. Right. He's right. Okay. Yeah, it was him that was saying that he really wanted to display that scene because that's a huge scene in the comics and his favorite um scene in the comics of spider-man and peter parker as a whole which i i think that's really cool because it's a really cool like it's a defining huge moment for peter parker i think yeah for his character um i think the only thing that this movie has as an advantage over the original is just the backing of marvel and like you come into this movie yeah, already having yeah. so much trust in Marvel right. and the MCU that like they couldn't they could have given you anyone and it would have been an amazing movie. I don't know if that's an advantage or not so much and an because advantage. Because he already had an introduction to right very making true. you want more. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The introduction in Civil War does a lot for phenomenal the for this intro. movie. However, I think if we want to determine the best Spider-Man movie, um, origin story movie. We need to just look at the movie, except like well, none of these. None of these are origins. Civil War. Yeah, true. Spider-Man Two is not an origin. In well, I mean, like I think that's Homecoming's with his own. biggest advantage about being a Spider-Man movie. No origins. You don't need it. You've yeah, already, it's already it been really told seen two it. times. It really is. Spider-Man Two is also not an origin. It's still, just, no, I know, but I'm saying that's what has an advantage over other Spider-Man yeah. movies think, as a beginning. Yeah. I think, but for Spider-Man Two, though, I think it shows like you really feel bad for Peter. And Peter's characters, so it shows like a lot more. Like, whoa, this yeah. actually takes a lot of like juggling around, being fighting crime, and yeah, also trying to have a stable life. But also, he's in he's in college too, mm-hmm. and Peter Parker's just in high school. Yeah. I and it's kind of like two. This is why I don't like to compare. Like, I was yeah. talking to Devin about this. Like, it's really hard to compare they're, these two movies. Is because yeah. they're really. Two yeah, different exactly. stages of Peter's life. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. this in Homecoming, it's Peter. He's just a sophomore. He's, he's 14. A kid. Early, early career. He's a 14-year-old in high school, whereas... 15. 15? Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. I, just remember. I remember there's a line in there. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire is, is, you know, he's like he's like 20. 20 or 19. Yeah. He's already... He's 20. He's already he's already been Spider-Man for like a couple of years now. He's been, he's in the, he's been in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, these movies, it's hard to compare, like you guys have been saying. Rotten Tomatoes, according to them, Homecoming has a 91, Spider-Man 2 has a 93, but audience score, Spider-Man 2 has an 81 versus Homecoming has an 88 audience score. So they're both very high. They're both very close. You know, if I were to pick one as being the best Spider-Man movie of all time, I would probably go with Spider-Man 2. I was, <laughs> I was I was leaning towards Spider Man Two, but I knew Jack would say Homecoming, so now I'm like, oh, no, no, it's just okay. Join. Just I mean, join. just join. As we're having this conversation, well. it's all right, dude. I th- now For I the think record, far from I was home, the one who liked Spider Man Two before Devin. Like I liked it more than the originals before Devin. Just saying, just saying. You get that? He didn't like he gets it that. recently. He I get that. that. I get. I, that. I admitted to that. I said because I just rewatched the originals, and I get I, that too. 
I Clint, grew up Clint's like, the OG. Hey, Clint, here's yeah, the deal. We both get it. Spider-Man still has probably Tom Holland Spider-Man has two more films to himself, most that's likely. True. Far that's true. from home that, and then third of his trilogy. Isn't done yet, so there's a good possibility that one of those films will be the best Spider-Man. So yeah. And I think Tom Holland has anticipated. the most. If you have Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio and Michael Keaton coming back, and Oof. then you finish the trilogy with a Sinister Six, this could be a very oh my good gosh, trilogy. Yeah. I definitely think Michael Keaton's going to come back. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's oh, yeah. or, he, knows, he knows Mike. So before we keep talking, what's our number one pick, boys? I'm going to go with Spider-Man. Spider-Man too. Spider-Man. Let's go with Spider-Man too. All right, moving on from that discussion, I'm going to ask the boys. Uh, one question, and each ranter gets two minutes on the clock. And the question, first question up is, what's your favorite scene from all the films, all the Spider-Man films, the live-action ones? Starting with Clint, what is your favorite scene? Explain and why. Well, there's really two scenes that come to mind. I'm actually not going to take the train scene even though that's like one of probably my favorite scenes. I'm going to take another scene, which is in Spider-Man 1, the him saving MJ from the random thugs and the upside-down kiss. I knew it. It is probably one of the most, probably the most iconic kiss, or I mean one, arguably one of the most iconic kisses of all time. Uh, Devin told me a fact that it was like took nine hours to film it. Which uh, R.A.P. Tobey Maguire's head. He was upside down nine hours. That's what? why it looks like his veins are about to bulge out of his he neck. He was upside down for nine hours? That's yep. not possible. Yeah, it is. He did. Oh, it was six hours, six, nine hours. It was six, six, more, than, more than three hours. Wow. Also, the reason why the uh, rain is so heavy is because there's milk in it, too. They, do they that, added milk. Yeah, they do that um, a lot in films. Whenever there's a rain scene, they put um, milk, mix it with the water, because it makes it look a lot like heavy on film, and it actually looks really good. Huh. It makes the raindrops a lot bigger. That's interesting. It's also yeah. my, that's my favorite scene. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty a, classic that's one, scene. That's probably scene. the most iconic, honestly. It really is. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I'll go next. Um, to be fair, I really haven't seen um, a lot of these films. The most recent ones I've seen are the originals. I mean, we watched those with Evan, me and Ryan, back like maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. Those are great. But I think my, the, the scene that has stuck with me the most out of any uh, Spider-Man film that has inspired me the most is, I know, you, please don't laugh, is when the little kid comes out in the street and stands in the street and the rhino's there and the rhino's just like he's literally about to kill a kid and then um andrew garfield spider-man comes out of nowhere and he brings back the suit he he assumes his responsibility as spider-man again comes back and goes hey i got this I, i forget what he says but it's more the idea that he went through so much pain with losing his dad and his mom he went through and so much Gwen pain Stacey. through losing Gwen Stacy and her dad and her dad and feeling the responsibility and the weight from both of those deaths because they were both related to him and his activities and being able to come back from all of that and realizing that I stand for something that's bigger than myself. I am the Spider-Man. I thought that was just kind of most inspirational thing to me as yeah. a And it was human. great in the ch- trailers. <laughs> they show right, the shut ending up. of that right, in the trailer. Right, all right. Now all right. to Ryan. Mine is in the original Spider Man where he says, 
oh, my bag. It's my <laughs> bag. Oh, it's oh, my car bag. alarms go off. <laughs> pizza time. Pizza time. Pizza time. Anyways, actually, I don't know if that's in the first or the second. I think it's in the second, actually. Um, But no, on a serious note, man, I'm really torn between the train scene in Spider-Man 2 and... Sandman's origin. No. <laughs> what are you gonna say? No, the um the warehouse scene where he's fighting Doc in Homecoming. No, in Homecoming when he's rising up from under all the rubble. Oh, I um, love that scene. That's a great scene. Okay, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that one. Um, though it doesn't have much um emotion to pull from because you don't really you don't really see anything tragic happen in his life where he's like I can overcome this. You just see a bunch of rocks pile on him. And he's like, oh, I, I can't get out. I, I can't get out. The big thing you see there is him heeding to Tony's advice. Like saying, if you're nothing without this suit, you shouldn't have it at all. Which I thought was so interesting because it's different from Uncle Ben. It's this billionaire who's who yeah. sees potential in this kid. Yeah. It's a different type of relationship. It is different. And he like he listens and he's like, huh. I want to prove that I can do this. You know, yeah. it's his his Spider Man is more of I can prove that I can do this. Yeah. Whereas you know, it's just I don't know. It's it's different with the other Spider Man. You don't really see yeah. that in the other two. So no, is that don't. that one's your favorite? It is. It All is. Right. My favorite. I really I forgot about that scene. I really it's a good like scene. scene. All right. You feel bad for him. Yeah. How about you, Devin? And now to mine. Well, obviously, no one picked the train scene. And I'm so lucky. Uh, yeah. The reason why. But. I would put three top three and not whoa, just the train whoa, whoa. scene. I know I'm gonna get picked my one, but I'm just gonna mention these the the train He's and the then host. also um that scene in Spider Man two where uh Peter's talking to Aunt May and she's moving she's moving out of her place because she can't play the, the lease anymore. Oh. And she's with the little kids helping him. But Miles she has Morales. a really cool part telling Peter, explaining why Spider Man is needed is needed. And that there's a hero in all of this. Yeah. I think that's just such a cool yeah. and powerful scene. I don't know. That always stuck out to me. Also, and, the um, little the little boy is Miles Morales, right? The little boy that's running. No. No, yeah. Miles Morales wasn't made, I think, by then. No. Are you sure? 100%, 100%. It wasn't. He was a little black boy. His name was, was Jack, I think. Are you sure? Yes. It was Jack. Anyway. His name right. is Jack. But all along right. with that, and then the third scene would be actually an amazing Spider-Man. When... um. He's injured. He got shot, and uh, uh, the guy that he saved his kid on the bridge, oh. and they line up the cranes. Oh, I love that crane scene. I love that. And then he runs up. I think That's I'm gonna go with the train scene oh, yeah. because that was not just the cool action sequence, but and like such a, like an intense moment when he has to stop the train. Yeah. And also that all the all the people on board, all the New Yorkers were on board with him. And they were all like, you know what? We got your back. And in that moment, someone saved Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Is that the scene where they like pass him? Yeah, they pass yeah. him over. It's like a... Yeah. <laughs> and he's like... So like a beautiful he's just emotional a kid. scene. Like, yeah. He's no older mm-hmm. than my son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really cool scene. Cool. But yeah. All right. All right. Host, what's next? All right. What's the next, next question, also two minutes on the clock for each ranter. Um, next question is, who is your favorite spider-man betrayal but before we get into that we're gonna have um some of our followers and some of our fans say who was their favorite spider-man right. betrayal we recently asked on 
Thanks, Devin. We recently asked on Instagram stories who your favorite Spider-Man portrayal is and why. So, in a quick, quick little segment, we're just going to read what you guys have to say. So, starting from the first response, Luke Butler said he likes Tom Holland's because he thinks it's the perfect blend of Peter and Spider-Man. Haunted Igloo says um, Tobey Maguire because he's the original Andrew Garfield because he's more originally or emotionally developed and then Tom Holland because he's more comic book accurate. So he's torn between all three. Mm-hmm. Then we have moviereviews.pdf. What a guy. <laughs> the original trilogy just because he's the best in every single way, especially the suit. Can't argue with that. True, Can you true. Play? And then our buddy Peter Moses says Andrew, but he loves the suit in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. He thinks that's the most comic accurate, which, I mean, the yeah, eyes, I yeah. see it. But um, then also our buddy Nick Allen, 37, says Tom Holland because he's more, he presents more of an accurate version to what's in the comics, which we're getting a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do, 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 do. And then our buddy Matt Butler, he sent in four (laughs) responses trying to say a whole message. So I'm just going to read it. He says, bro, Tom Holland, because he's a perfect balance between the two previous Spider-Men. Toby Maguire played an okay Peter Parker and Andrew Garfield played a decent Spidey. But Tom Holland perfectly balances the two of them and Spider-Man is supposed to be a kid. And Tom Holland perfectly captures the essence of a kid. Portrayal is perfect. Anyway. <laughs> Can't argue with that. No, those were they were not bad. Awesome. And then our buddy the Red Warrior 21, Michael <laughs> Poles. And don't worry, buddy. Michael. We have sent stickers. Your sticker is coming. Don't worry. It has taken a while. Um, but he says Tom Holland because he loves his humor and he loves his acting style. Just can't argue with that. And then for the Rebel Alliance says um, the original Spider-Man because he likes the organic web shooters. He likes the organic. Um, and then Lucas G12 says Tom Holland because he's the exact height and age. Gem Girl says the newest Peter, <laughs> newest Peter Parker just because he's younger. Um, just, and just one more, just a few more. Um, Toby Maguire. This is our buddy Daniel. He says Toby Maguire because uh, he's one of the originals for nostalgia feels. It's and cool. then our last one is Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all pretty good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, anyway, so it's still the same question: Who is your favorite Spider-Man betrayal? Starting with Clint again. Two minutes on the clock. Wait, Spy- I want to this- ask something real quick. Is this only Spider-Man, or is this a combination of Spider-Man and Peter Parker? Oh, it could be both. It, it can be. This is the, the full character. character. It has okay, to be cool. the full character. Okay, man, it has to be the full character. Come on, dude. I am a huge Toby Peter Parker fan. I even like his Spider-Man a lot, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Tom Holland. Oh, and that really, like, if like to all those Sam Raimi fans out there, like, if I can do it, you can too. <laughs> yeah, but but I Tom Holland is such a perfect blend of like. You know, he's like, he's very quirky, as Devin's showing me the clock. <laughs> he is, uh, he's extremely quirky. Uh, he's like a very, like, now nerd, which I really like. Like, I, we were just rewatched um, Homecoming. We didn't finish it. But the scene where he's asking out to Vulture's daughter to the Homecoming <laughs> dance, he's so nervous Liz, about it. Liz. And he's, yeah. so, he's so nervous about it. And, like, you know, he's like, he's stuttering and everything. We're just like, Dan, dang. 
that was a that was, <laughs> dang that was a very that was very Bleep like out. on doi, doi. character and his spider-man is very jokingly i love his spider-man that's yeah. pretty yeah. much all i have to say yeah. Yeah. and his age he's young yeah. he's young 14 yeah uh my next yeah cool. jacko you're next all right so minutes jacko. for me um so it's really hard because i like all three a lot you can't say that about every superhero because I don't like all the Batmans that are out there. I don't like all the Supermans that's that are true, out there. That's true. That's true. I love all three versions that we were given of Spider-Man. Um, but if I were to pick one that is my favorite, it's probably the one that I most identified with in high school, which was the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Before I you saw add that on coming that, a mile one away. time Jack sat on our roof and asked me to take a picture of him like he does in Homecoming or in uh, Amazing Spider-Man. He's like sitting up there going through You can go find files. it on my Instagram. Yeah. It's, Unless it's I there. archived it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but I felt like his story was so inspirational to me in high school. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Um, for me, I, I feel like his acting is the best out of the three. I don't know. You can argue that if mm. you want, but he's definitely the most compelling actor out of out of Toby and Tom. Tom is young, so he's still to be proven. Um, but Andrew I think Garfield overall, his performance is proven in past movies and in this movie. He, That's true. He, in those two movies that he did by himself, he was a very good actor. I would agree. At, he's compelling. Of all of them, he's the best actor, yeah. especially with the other movies he's worked with. And I just feel like, to me, you get a good sense of that like that. that phrase, with great power comes great responsibility. I feel like really like identifies his Spider-Man and what he world, went yeah. through in those two movies. I don't know. It just yeah. to me, I like that one. So but I'm probably up through my two minutes. Andrew yep. Garfield. Andrew Garfield. And though I am on the fence with all of them, because like Jack said, they're amazing. I'm going to have to go with Andrew Garfield. Whoa. Yep. And I was actually looking up some, uh, some opinions on it, but he just, he's so, he's so dynamic in so many different ways. Like Tom Holland's great. He brings an aspect to to the Spider-Man where he's a kid. Um, you know, Tobey Maguire is the original. But Andrew Garfield, he's smart. He's sarcastic. He's quirky. He's um, he's he's just electric. Like, um, I don't know. It's just... Skater. It gets, yeah, yeah, the skater thing was really cool scene, to me. Come on. <laughs> he's probably the coolest Peter Parker. Though. Oh, he's definitely the coolest he's cool. Peter Parker. And I'm That's saying, why I liked him. <laughs> and my personal favorite Spider-Man is not based off, is he the most... Um, relevant and accurate to the comic and the source material, which is a lot of people base their decisions off of that, but I'm just basing off who I enjoyed the most. And right. I'm, Andrew Garfield, he's awesome. Like, I love how he's just, he's hes very socially That's awkward very too. That's a respected approach. Thank you. He's very socially awkward. Um, and he just, his reason for being Spider-Man is so believable with Uncle Ben. Um, I just... I love him. He's a lot a of people guy. think that he's too cool for Spider-Man, but I think a lot of people forget how bad at speaking he was. He really... Like, he was a really awkward Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. And when he asked out um, Gwen, yeah, that scene is really... And he's, like, editing a photo of her in his room. Like, come on. It doesn't get... Yeah, he's not that. He's pulling a uh, <laughs> um, Will's brother from oh, Stranger Things. He is oh, kind of like God, yeah. um oh what's his name? Oh, dang it. Nowhere uh, near as awkward uh, as that. Will guy, Byers. Will Byers. Um, Nancy Jonathan Byers. Jonathan, Jonathan Byers. Byers. He's just Man. gets the camera broken too. I will say though, sorry Ryan, I just want to say this real quick. It's all good. Is I think Tom Holland's P- Peter Parker and Spider-Man has so much potential that like That's true. after he's done with his films, I think he's going to be 
my favorite yeah. probably. You took some of my two minutes. Yeah, you but did. just saying, my bad. Yeah, Devin only... took like four minutes to talk about his three scenes. It's hard to no, say. I didn't. I timed myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's hard to say Tom Holland because he's only been in one movie, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's true. Feel well, like I should have said Toby. Oh, yeah. We can change if you want. You hey, know, you I'm change? not going to say Toby. Although, oh, dude, they're all so good. I know um, they are. No personally, personally. I loved Andrew Garfield for so long, so I do I do respect that. And I grew up with Toby's, but I would have to go with Tom Holland as my mm. favorite, mainly because yeah. he brings aspects of both of the character, Peter Parker and Spider-Man, because I think Tobey Maguire was a, a great Peter Parker. He was mm-hmm. such a, he was a nerd, man. Yeah. And I you think believe that. And I think Andrew Garfield was a way better Spider-Man cuz like the problem I had with McGuire's is that he, he cracked like four jokes out of all three movies. Yeah. He barely talked to Spider-Man, and Spider-Man is to be known this wisecracking superhero. He's one of the funniest superheroes. He's the PG-13 Deadpool. Hello there. You may be wondering why the pink suit. Well, so the world can see that I have a big old heart on. Yeah. 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 And I just, I, I loved Garfield's because he like, he was always like making jokes, but I think Tom Holland really solidified that and i don't know i just i loved his character the most because i think and especially since it's only been one movie to prove that that's impressive and now that he's got two more on the way yeah with the trilogy i'm really excited to see where they're gonna go with just hope they take their time and and build this character he's possibly the only spider-man that has died and come back to life no, he's still dead. <laughs> yeah, he's still How do you know he's coming back? His story's over. Far From Home is taking place after... He's joking. We all know that he's Yeah, we back. all know he's Thank the Lord. Back. Okay, come on, guys. Come on. All right. Okay. So now we move on to our next question, which is our squabble alert. Oh, the yes. squabble. So that one is, what is your least favorite thing about Spider-Man? And that could be literally anything. This is the most broad question there wow. is. But you could pick the smallest, tiniest thing and have that huh. be it. This could be anything. It could be a, uh, about the movies, character aspects, le- legit, like anything. Huh. So, starting all back to Clint, two minutes on the clock. All what right. is your least favorite thing about Spidey Boy? Man, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things. Not a lot of things. Okay, there's like, because different things, because there's been so many movies, it's really hard. You know what? There is one. Dan DeHean as Green Goblin. Dan Ooh, DeHean, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Peter, I need your blood. <laughs> I have this really weird, obscure disease that my dad had, but it didn't kill him until he was older, but it's killing me all of a sudden. Yeah. And the only thing to help me out is, I need your blood, Peter. And then, you know, by the end of the movie, um, all of a sudden I'm healed for like, I don't know how. Uh, and just Dan Heen's annoying. I don't like him in generally, yeah, in boy. general as a, as a uh, He's actor. He's a weird actor. He's a very weird actor. Um, I know a lot of people like him. I don't particularly like him. I don't like his performance as Harry Osborn. No, he was Harry, right? He was Harry. He was, he was so bad. I don't like. He, he was very, like compared to James Franco. It was like oh, he has, he was oh, nowhere there near. There was no friendship. It was just kind of like, yeah, I need you for this, so that's why I'm hanging out with yeah, you. It's like a business. Oh, I knew you in like second grade, so you know, give me your blood. Yeah, which, which with James Franco and Tobey Maguire, it was much more like you know, foundation friendship. I mean, the first scene of the movie is uh, Norman dropping off Harry and Toby. At their field trip. 
I yeah. think I, that's just like a very, you know, yeah. very tight friendship bond. And then, you know, Spider-Man 3, they say like, oh, you remember when we tried out for the basketball team and we didn't make it? I don't know. It's just very like it's and then it's Harry has, and then like in the one in this one, Harry is like uh, is more of like wants to I, I forgot, but he just like he just doesn't like Peter and he goes insane yeah. and then herpy face of... goblin. Oh, that was yeah. so weird. He looked like a little uh, rat. Yeah, it's, it's oh God. That's my thing, and that's my two cents about Dan Deheen as Green yeah. Goblin. All right, Jack, your turn. Mine's Jack kind of, I don't know. I just didn't like how they took all the best Spider-Man villains and put them in the first three movies. Like, hmm. like that's just me being really selfish right now. Yeah, I wish hmm. they would have saved some. I mean, they're eventually gonna four now. They're gonna put they're gonna back. bring them back, but Venom. like, yeah, I mean, they took Venom, Doc Ock, and Green Goblin. In the first three, which, like, if you're going to create a trilogy, an original trilogy, that's how you do it. But just, like, selfishly wanting more. You're selfish, yeah. I'm that's selfish. What that's what I'm hating. <laughs> Overall, I love Spider-Man, though. I There's not a lot for me to hate about it. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Huh. Right, guy. Just trying to think. There's just uh, so many things to love. Oh, wait. Uh, the organic web in the original Spider-Man. Oh, dang it. You took mine. Oh, you can, you can have that no, one. No, 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 no. I have another one. Oh, really? Yeah. Spider-Milk. Also, I'm not oh, a big okay. fan of the homecoming scene where he the vulture finds out that Peter is Spider-Man. It's a really cool scene. He's like, oh, he's Very intense. Very intense. But he's holding a gun, and that's Spider-Man in there. Come he could on. just grab his just, arm. Yeah, he's a spider sense. He could just grab his arm. Like, that's oh. a big if he can catch. If he can he's catch just like, a car. He's just like going 50 oh, miles per hour. Okay. Dude, oh, but he's young. Remember, he's only been Spider-Man for like four or five he's months. A, he's he feels still threatened. only 15. It's very true. But I mean, he's been in, he's fought superheroes. He's fought Captain America. No. He's fought all these guys. Oh, yeah, he had. It, he had. And it's like, you're scared of Winter a gun. Winter Soldier and Falcon at the same time. Took him down. You're scared of a gun? Some middle-aged know, guy. I think Small was, knives. I think it was more intimidating <laughs> yeah. that it was because he said, I'll kill people that you love, yeah. which not, means also Ant-Man. Yeah, not not a, not uh, trying to say it's not a good scene. I think it's really cool. Oh, I thought it was really it's intense. Very intense. So saw it. Remember, it's, we were all there. Yeah, we were all there together. It's, it was really cool. Um, I just thought Spider-Man could have handled it much better. Tied him up in a web or something like, come on, bro. He could have stopped him right he there. He had his web shooters on him. Yeah. He could have stopped him right there, yeah, honestly. Yeah, he could have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's my only thing. All right. That was good. That was good. Well, I have a lot of problems with Spider-Man oh franchise. You only get one. No, I know. I'm going to just say one. I already and know what it is. It was, yes. Everybody already, know, already yeah. knows it. It's the organic webs in the original trilogy. Mm. The reason... I don't like that. It's not just because in the in the comics he has the web shooters, but because it really makes no sense. And before Clint says, it's comic books, it's comic books. <laughs> because if it was actual like spider, the web would come out of your butt. <laughs> yeah, I, it makes sense to get the abilities because I think that's why they uh, genetically engineered the spider. Because he gets the spider itself gets enhanced abilities of what it can do because the spider can hold... Um, I think it was three times more than its weight, something, something like that. Yeah, and something like along those line. But really, webs out of the hands. Yeah. And you know, I, I just have one point to bring up because I just had to. I just don't understand. Like, I understand web shooters. Like, I'm fine with that. But like, you bringing up the thing, I I could also be free to bring up the a dirt poor kid from Queens 
somehow I can, he's smart enough he's to make genius he's level. smart he's smart enough to make the webbing I know that but where does the money come from to make this high he didn't tech have money where's he I mean there's web fluid he has the um the recipe to make web fluid I know he figured I, it out all from his head he's he makes his he made like his web shooter from a watch yeah that's pretty cool I think um, it's just because he's just innovative I I just searched how strong is a spider <laughs> Just because I was curious. And this source says a spider can lift two to 120 times its weight, depending on the spider. That's, That's cool. cool. Which is like. Yeah. And the spider sense makes sense. But yeah. like, I I get it. It's comic books. But some things just don't make like flat out sense. And it's really just yeah. there because comic books says it can be. I just like when things just get better explained. Not in detail. Just yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Which I think, like, that's kind of how it was for when he got a suit Frickin in Homecoming. Super, yeah. Super. Like, Tony Stark gave him a suit. I like that. I like that. It was that like, makes, yeah, that makes he, sense. He because... somehow scrounged some change out of these, like, Coinstar machines to have enough money to make his own suit. But, like, like the designs in the other two movies, you're telling me that yeah. a guy who has nothing, has no experience in design made that. Plus, that looks extremely well. well off. He's very poor in the first two. Oh, yeah. Rep- yeah. I like that his yeah. homemade suit actually looks like it's homemade. Yeah. In Homecoming. Yes, with the goggles. Yeah, with the goggles. <laughs> it's like a little red. <laughs> like one of those little sleeveless jackets you get at uh, Old Navy. You, no, you could get those at like um, uh, H&M. I have one of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Sweet. That was my uh, squabble. So moving on to a very interesting seb- um, segment is that... We all know Spider-Man's the biggest character in Marvel. I mean, like, argue, like he really is, though. He is. And he's also compared to Batman in some ways. And uh, people would compare him because of Spider-Man's villains. iconic villains. Not as iconic as Batman's, I would say. But out of all the Marvel characters, he has the best array of villains. Yeah. And that's why Phantom Rant is going to say their top 10 Spidey villains. All right. Woo, 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 woo. Starting with number 10. Ryan, you want to say number 10? I will. We're going to go in a circle. You can uh, even explain a little bit about the character. I'm just going to say Craven the Hunter. I enjoyed him in any anime series he's in. He's a funny guy. Immortal. Gotta love him. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. And his entire thing is he wants to hunt down Spider-Man because he's the ultimate prey. Yeah. Per se. He would be cool. He'd be a really cool live action i think yeah. he'd make more sense in the new sony spider-man villain universe yeah because his modes are a lot darker than like the other spider-man that's true yeah all right and then jack you want to go with number nine yeah oh number nine is mr sandman <laughs> i mean how did, how did he make the list how do you make the list <laughs> i think we all like well it's yeah. because he's a kind he's, <laughs> he's iconic enough to make the a, list yeah everybody yeah. knows sandman all right, I guess. All right, so moving on, number eight, Clint. Uh, it would be Vulture. Interesting fact, he is a far, uh, depicted in the comics, he's entirely different from Michael Keaton's version. In the original version, in the, uh, in the comic and animated show, he is an old man who is aging, and he uses the suit to steal youth from people so he's younger. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Which is kind of a little bit corny at the same time, yeah, they, but still cool. they've changed his character a lot they made it better a in the lot. movie I they made it no, a lot better it's way more, more relatable. applicable oh yeah. it makes so much more sense and i always thought the vulture was cringy cool. anyway yeah. 
Number seven is Kingpin. Although this might be more of a Daredevil villain, I mean, it's Daredevil's arch nemesis. He he first appeared in Spider-Man before he, he became a Daredevil villain. Mm. And also, he always plays his, uh, a huge character within the universe, which, by the way, he's going to be in Spider-Man PS4 and play the first villain you face, Ooh. which this is a reason why we're doing this episode is in light of the new video game that's coming out that's been in development for quite some time. A long time. Number six. Number six is Electro. And, you know, we're not we're not talking about the Electro in Amazing Spider-Man 2, which, you know, he's, I'm sorry, Jack. He's not good. Um, he's, he's just much better in... I've, I've only seen the it's anime. Birthday. I've seen Spectacular Spider-Man, Ultimate, and he's in both of those. And he's, he's just a fun character. He's a fun guy. Yeah, he's a cool character. Yeah. I mean, I like Jamie Foxx a lot. I mean, I liked Electro. I like Jamie Foxx as an actor. Yeah. Not as, you know, Electro, but, you know. He was really, Number five, really number five, number five okay. is the Lizard Man. The Lizard. The Lizard. And the, lizard. the only Lizard I have seen is the Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man, because I didn't really watch the, the animated series. Well, it's cool because it's Dr. Connors, and he is Peter's professor, yeah. usually. In the Amazing Spider-Man, they kind of switched it, and he's a scientist kind of like that a works mentor. at Oscorp. Yeah, that right. worked with his father, yeah. But, but usually he's the professor. Personal connection. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these guys have personal connections. Yeah, they all yeah. do. And you want to say number four? Oh, yes, I do. Carnage, <laughs> who is Venom's love child with himself. Uh, Carnage, if you didn't know, he is the second symbiote to show up on the show. His, uh, his host is Cassius Clay. Uh, Cassius Clay is a serial killer in New York who bonds with uh, the symbiote that Venom drops as his kid and creates... Carnage, Carnage, probably the worst case scenario ever. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, I think he's the most vicious Marvel character. He's also extremely scary. He's a lot stronger than Venom and Spider-Man. They had to team up to beat him. He can. I think that's pretty cool. He can that's make so his cool. limbs into weapons. He mm -hmm. can shoot out. Oh, you know, fun fact: all that red stuff that's going around him, the symbiote fused with his blood, so that's blood. Yeah, no way, dude. Yep. He's a very intimidating villain. That is creepy. And this is like really far off, but you know, if this Venom mo movie is successful and might be in the MCU and yeah. Spider-Man teams up with Venom to fight Carnage, imagine how cool of a fight scene that would be. I got a question for you guys. Today, yeah. Hmm. Would you guys see Carnage showing up in Sony's universe or the MCU? Oh, Sony's. 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 Okay. I don't think they'll yeah. do him in the MCU, but I'm just saying yeah. that's why it's far off. Like, I don't really see Tom Holland and Carnage happening. It'd yeah. be cool. But It'd be uh, cool. Because cool. the contrast. All right. So, the honorable mentions. Before our top three. Before our top three include Scorpion, who was hinted in Homecoming. He was. Yes. At the end credit scene, he threatens Michael Keaton, Adrian Toomes, the, to reveal who Spider-Man is. And then, obviously, Adrian Toomes didn't give him up. Yeah. But, yeah, he's a cool villain. Uh, Rhino, mm -hmm. um, he's the stupidest out of all, but like, like IQ wise, he's really actually really stupid. He's just a big brute anyway. And then also the shocker who was also in homecoming. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of a cool villain. He's very small. Does shocker die in homecoming? The first one does. And then Dave Chappelle takes over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not really Dave Chappelle. He just <laughs> looks exactly like him. 
And then next one, Mysterio, keep this name in mind because yeah. he's going to be the main villain in Far From Home. Yeah. Which makes sense because he doesn't seem like a... I've been you know, I'm really wanting excited. a And Jake Gyllenhaal Mysterio. Oh, yeah. And Mysterio, if you don't know, he was a former special effects artist. So he he's kind of like a fake Doctor Strange in a way. Evil fake Doctor Strange. Like he's... I don't know. Would you say magician in a way? Kind of, yeah. Like a fake magician. Yeah. I wonder if, like, since there is a lot of magic already in the magic. MCU, if he'll be able to tap into any of that. Yeah. I doubt. Uh, he also know. has a really cool design. Oh, yeah. Design. He looks. Yeah. Cool. Do you guys think he's gonna have the fishbowl or the cloud in? Fishbowl. I think fishbowl. Fishbowl. Like, I like. I don't think I wouldn't really call it a fishbowl. It's like a crystal ball. That's what I always thought of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, crystal ball. Crystal ball. And does then, he actually have a head? Sorry. Yeah, he does. Okay. It's a helmet. Yeah. 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 And um, the next one is one of my favorite Marvel characters. I just love him so much. Is Taskmaster. She's actually an Avengers villain, but he, he's appeared in a lot of Spider-Man things. Huh. I think he's so cool. Not just because he's a lot like Deathstroke in Marvel, but every person he fights, he learns their fighting style and can mimic any f- uh, fighting style. That's sick. So you fight him a little bit, he learns how to beat you in like a matter of time. And he's a really like intimidating villain in that way that'd be cool anyway we actually do have a fun fact about taskmaster his superpower his superpower is he can look into the future a little bit Hmm. a little bit that's how he that's how he that's how he knows to he anticipates everyone's move that's how he's that's his thing okay and then last one and then another the last honorable mention is hobgoblin which is basically green goblin but an actual goblin yeah, I like I like Hobgoblin a lot. Yeah, he's cool. He's a big guy. And he's huge, too. Anywho, number three is Doc Ock. Dr. Octopus. He's such an iconic Spidey villain, not just from the movie, but, like, he's also extremely smart, and he's the smartest out of Spidey's villains. He's yeah. also, a uh, shout-out, a uh, fun fact, he created the Sinister Six. Yeah. He's the one who originally created the Sinister mm-hmm. Six. He founded it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always been a cool character. And both the live action version, which is my favorite Spider-Man villain in the live action, and I want to see awesome. him come back so bad. Yeah, I don't know if I already said this on the podcast, but I He'll really would like to see him in He'll a Tom come Holland back later yeah. on. I mean, they'll bring back one of the that was in the original ones. I feel like he's the one you could bring back out of the out of the original. Either him or the Green Goblin. Green Goblin just has been done. The second yeah. time, yeah, and it wasn't they good. Someone, so. They really need someone but new. Venom, because then they had to introduce Harry Osborn, possibly. Anyway, you can't so do yeah, Venom. I love Doc Ock, and he's definitely as our number three, a really good choice. Anyway, so and number two, two is Venom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two is Venom. Venom, Venom, Venom. Such Venom. a good villain. He's getting his own movie out of all these guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Who's and? not always a villain? He's an anti-hero too. Yeah, that's the cool thing. That is cool. Also, a uh, shout out to also to Eddie Brock. Um, one reason why we have such a big complaint about Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. about Spider-Man Three because Eddie Brock is supposed to be extremely ripped, uh, like ext- like Dwayne the Rock Johnson ripped. Uh, also, fun fact: the he was diagnosed with cancer, so that's why he's so desperate. And the Venom symbiont, which well, Venom keeps him alive. Yeah, prevents, was that explored yeah. at all in Spider-Man Three, the cancer nope. thing? Nope. nope, not even. Nope, not even a smidge. I wonder if no. that's why uh, Tom Hall or Tom Hardy's Spider-Man is like involved in these investigations. 
Yeah. Or involved in like the experiments because he's got cancer. He just wants to see if there he might be the tiniest solution to anything. I don't know. That could be cool. We'll also, see. like in Spider-Man 3's Venom, he wasn't barely that much bigger than Spider-Man. And no, Venom's just... supposed to be this big bulking guy. It's very true. It was yeah. not intimidating. No. All right. And then that leaves us with number one. Number one. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. We all saw it coming. Goblin we Green. We did. The Goblin of Green. He's the Marvel version of Joker. Yeah, he really is. Yes. Yeah. Not as good, but yeah. you know, he's still pretty good. He killed Gwen Stacy. He's done a lot of things. He's done Spider-Man the most trouble. Uh if you didn't kill Gwen Stacy, like that'd be like it's one of the biggest moments in comics. Yeah, and we, yeah, we and, and, and I know. No, and I know. I'm not like just restate. I'm just restating it. Uh, also, he also happens to be his best friend's dad. Dad. So that brings up oh. inner conflict as well. Also, in in the movies, he's the only villain to actually hurt Aunt May in the original Spider-Man. That is true. Yep. He puts her in the hospital. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was a really yeah. that was, That's like that was really scary. While scary she was person. like praying too. Yeah, and he's like finish it. Yeah, something like that. Evil. But, yeah. Yeah. I just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like in shock. Anyway, yeah. He's how the closest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not cinematic. Oh, my God. The Marvel Universe that you would say to like Batman is the Joker. Yeah. Spider-Man yeah. is the Green Goblin. I think yeah. that's the closest you can get in the Marvel. It's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that was our uh, top 10 Spidey villains. Oh, yes. Moving on from that great segment. Um, we're going to share some, uh, web head, interesting facts. All right. I'm just going to say them. A few of them will be information, but all right. Starting, you can say the first one, Ryan. All right. Well, in case you guys didn't know, I didn't know this until just reading this right now. Spider-Man was actually once in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. In the comics. When they all had like white suits. I think it was after a human torch died in the comics. Um, they, they team up with Spidey. Huh. Yeah. Do you guys think that's a possibility with the Fox deal happening? Oh, I think once the original Avengers die, they're going to integrate the X-Men and yeah. Fantastic Four since they own them now. This yeah. is kind of like They've a bunny trail. the Avengers so much. I think they're going to bring in new um, new X-Men from, new, from yeah. Apocalypse. They're, I think they're going to bring them in. They're going to. Oh, it's yeah. cool. Integrate mutants as best as they can we'll probably do an episode on this like the fox deal stuff and how it influences the future of yeah. the mcu but yeah. like the, the fantastic four is something you could bring in immediately pretty easily yeah. oh yeah because it has never been done right mm -hmm. anyway um, i'll say the next one stanley actually created the character as well as steve ditko while mm -hmm. watching a fly yeah please explain this devin well, after seeing the winged insect crawl up a wall at Marvel's office, the comics, the uh, the comics legend Stan Lee immediately thought what the company needed at that very moment was a guy who could stick to vertical surfaces. So he came <laughs> up with the next amazing superhero, Stick to the Wall Man. That's what he called him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then obviously later on, Batman. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, right. let's say the next one. The uh, web slinger has died three times in the comics. Is this good with you? No, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. yeah Which times? Said, like, when did uh, he die? He, uh, there's one of them that I really know. That the, the more recent one, 
that I remember is the one where Doc Ock kills him. Whoa. Doc Ock kills Well, he has like super cancer and he switches bodies with Peter. Super he has like, he has super cancer and he switches bodies with Peter. And um, Peter ends up dying as in the body of Dr. Octavius and Dr. Octavius has Peter's body, which brings up the new line of Spider-Man comics, but got canceled, obviously. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Wow. Jack, you want to say another one? Or Ryan, you want to say another one? Yeah, I can say another one. Well, uh, in case you guys didn't know, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, is actually of Jewish ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, assume ethnicity. Jewish. Assume. Most comics, they kind of like, they hint at that um, his ancestry is of Jewish descent and also that Aunt May and mm-hmm. Uncle Ben were Jewish as well. So, yeah, basically, yeah. Spider-Man's Jewish. Here's another one. Um, some actors who potentially played the web slinger was Leonardo DiCaprio, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Charlie, she- Charlie Sheen. All three of those were almost cast as a Spider-Man. Also yeah. Tom Cruise, was that? Also, yeah, Tom, also Cruise Tom Cruise was imagined was to be in James Cameron's version, yeah. That would have uh, been pretty cool, actually. I'll let you say the most important one. Oh, Okay. Spider-Man's sperm is radioactive. Oh my gosh, damn was, it. Not, that wasn't going to say that wasn't no, that one. I know. <laughs> oh, the other one? Well, if you guys don't know this guy, just bear with me. Michael Joseph Jackson, Michael Jackson, tried to buy Marvel so he could play Spider-Man. Give it up. You got to give it up for the guy. <laughs> that would have been cool. He also wanted to play Professor X. <laughs> and also wanted to be in Star Wars as Jar Jar. But then after he found out that you wouldn't see his face, oh, no. he declined. He actually he went over to Stan Lee's house. Because actually at the time, Stan Lee was not in charge of Marvel. But Michael Jackson assumed he was. And was uh, laying out this entire idea about buying, the, um, buying uh, Marvel and producing a spider-man movie and also playing as spider-man oh my god and suddenly was like yeah sure bud don't own spider-man anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh no that'd be so bad um do we have anything else um yeah well like as said before the i said before uh, james cameron almost made a spider-man movie with arnold schwarzenegger not as peter parker but as a villain and Cameron wanted his Terminator 2 star Edward Furlong who plays the young John Connor for the lead and Leo as Harry Osborn Drew Barrymore as Gwen Stacy and yeah wait for it Arnold Schwarzenegger as Professor Octopus Doc Ock wow that would have been kind of yeah a lot of the interesting (laughs) I just want to see a Michael Jackson Spider-Man now yeah yeah All right, so that was our wrap-up of our spectacular Spider-Man episode. And Which, obviously, at the end, we got our top five news of the week. Let's go top I, five I news. love this episode. I love hearing your guys' opinions. Oh, yeah. And, and this Spider-Man is our so- first episode about one character, yeah. really. Yeah. Very and true. if you guys really love episodes like this, DM us uh, on yeah. our Phantom Rant Radio Instagram. Oh, or yes. We can't get our Twitter back because it's hacked. But anyway, yeah. just, just DM us and uh, you know say other characters that you think we could do a whole episode on because we can really consider that because yeah. I really enjoyed this. Anyway, going to top five news of the week. Number five, I'll start out. 
Incredibles 2 is the first animated movie now to cross 600 million domestically. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. I think it's behind um overall, I think it's behind Toy Story 3 and Finding Dory still. Okay. But still, it's that's still pretty good. Hmm. So, Ryan, you want to say the next one? I most certainly do. Uh uh um Die Hard sixth title is going to be Drumroll, please. McClane. That's so cool. That is pretty cool. John McClane. Yeah. They I haven't made it. a good Die Hard movie since the second one was okay, so I yeah. guess. But the first one, okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Most recent one wasn't too good. None of them are really good at all. Except for the first one? Besides the first one, the first one's one of my favorite movies ever, but. Okay. Yeah. Number three. Quentin Tarantino wants an R rating for his Star Trek movie. I don't I don't get why they got Tarantino to even do the Star Trek movie it makes in the no first sense <laughs> to me. That's not his style. I don't know whether to be really interested or like what. Is it gonna yeah. be the same universe or are they rebooting? It's the same universe. That makes no Chris sense. Pine. Yeah, it's no not, sense. I don't know why they That's just won't, weird. won't continue with Abrams. Because the they have, those those Such movies are guy. pretty solid. Well, like why would you change tone? very late in the game yeah like that's something that dc did and it didn't work out for them changing tone from Zack snyder to what's, yeah. his, what's his name josh, josh, whedon. josh whedon joss joshua whedon <laughs> joss whedon all right what's number joss two whedon. number two oh dave batista is considering leaving guardians because james gunn is not directing it. Do you guys think that I don't think he's going a, too far? He's going way too far. I don't think that's you know a what? that's a disservice to the fans, though. Yeah, but yeah. I, the thing is, he's but Dave Batista because I think you know <sighs> Disney's not gonna like care that well, I, much. I know he's. I know. I just think that he just wants because you know James Gunn's. He's. I don't know. I like that. I mean, yeah. as a fan, I mean, I've already told you about how I feel about Guardians. But like <laughs> as a, as a, as a fan, like uh, you know, I'm not that like I'm kind of happy yeah. just doing this for his friend. I really do respect it. Like it's his good buddy, and he's being treated unfairly. And you know, you just gotta stand up for him. Yeah, yeah. but it's also you're gonna disappoint all those people just because of one decision. And they they still they still are keeping his script at least. That's not for sure, actually. Yeah, that's not for sure because Guardians it really three. Not? It's not. Did, it believe. didn't Guardians three get shut down no yeah production shut down production did shut down they sent people home well, they put it on for the hold. time being they put it on because hold. they're finding a new director so if they're finding yeah. a new director that's going to be on the script too yeah, yeah. so they want to just... keep james or uh yeah james gunn's script but whoever comes in as director they might have say in like different ideas i think batista's really stick to his guns and i respected that but at the same time you got to think of it as a whole just because you're upset about one decision you right. should think about what the movies are actually made for yeah and i'm not saying batista's a I different type of actor though because him. he was a wrestler first or yeah. he's actually three is pretty good actor though he's a great actor he took but a like lotting acting classes I feel like he's the type of guy who just doesn't care. He's like gonna do whatever he wants because he's just got that personality. He's not used and to that's the, why he's I don't think that's why. I just think that he's just trying to be a friend and then like, you know, his friend got treated unfairly and he's just like, you know what, if you treat my friend that way, why am I with you guys? I respect that, but at the same time, if he actually leaves he Which actually, I don't think he will. I honestly don't, I don't think, think he's so gonna either. go anywhere. So this can this is all if he does, but anyway. Moving on to number one, 
uh, the film First Man, starring Ryan Gosling as Neil Armstrong, Ooh, will not have the infamous flag on the moon scene, which has actually gotten some heat from Buzz Aldrin himself, the second man on the moon, saying that was unpatriotic and that they're trying to be anti-American about it. I don't know. When's this movie coming out? I do. Um, it's, I, don't, I think I don't it's know. it's later this year. I'm actually really excited to see it because, you know, anything Gosling Gosling. I do in. have a quote from the director defending his yeah. stance. And what, what's his name? Uh, Damien Chazette. Giselle? Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so. This is his um, perspective on why he's not including it. He says, just by the nature of the story we were telling... We just couldn't get every detail in it, which we're thinking, well, dude, it's just That's a flag. the biggest thing Come you on. remember. However, well, actually, we the they, they actually had pins that held it up because there's no air in the in the space. Like, it would just be flat. They had pins. Anywho. Um, no, that's not true because it's, because once you move a flag in space, it doesn't ever stop moving. Oh, no, mm-hmm. they fake the moon landing. No, <laughs> I'm no, just kidding. No, I actually know <laughs> for a fact that I took, I took astronomy. It's so whatever. But it actually was like a pin at the top that like held it. He anywho, got you. He anywho. got you. Um, so but CGI. This is this is him continuing. So our uh, through line became, especially at this part of the movie where it's the final emotional journey for Neil. What were private unknown moments of Neil <coughs> on the moon? So they're like, oh, what are some private moments of Neil Armstrong on the moon? That we never even saw. No, I know. And they're trying to fit that in. I don't, you know? I don't mind if like they just end where like he's about to and then they end it. I actually don't mind that. Yeah. I just don't want them to just not put it in there just because they don't want it be- to be, oh, this isn't an American achievement. This is a mankind right. achievement, which is true. But it's also right. very different from Apollo 13. I'm really excited like for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think this is gonna be really good. Yeah, and probably will be up for Oscars too. That's awesome. Maybe. Oh yes. When does it come out? Do we still not know? Uh, Let me look it up real quick. I can. I can it. find it. Well, you guys are doing that. Has anyone seen Operation Finale yet? It oh, will I come heard out about oh, that. October twelfth, two thousand eighteen. I've heard about that. What's I that? Haven't heard, I haven't. What's up? Operation October twelfth. Yeah, yeah. You already said it, didn't you? Oh, it's October all good. twelfth. Yeah, that looks. That might be. One of my favorite movies, films of this year, honestly. Well, that was a great episode. Oh, yes. That was an awesome episode. That was a good episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was really good. So, (sighs) thanks for joining in with us and tuning in. Oh, yes. As always, send feedback. Do you guys okay, honestly I'm going to say this. Jack's hair looks like Jon Snow when he puts it up in a bun. It does Thank you. Bit. You're welcome. <laughs> you, Speaking you kinda... of Jon Snow, when are we doing a Game of Thrones episode? Oh, when, my god! When they do the first trailer. When we get the first trailer, season, trailer yes, we got to do it. Yeah, when we get the first trailer. Which isn't Let's happening go. The Shut up, Devin. Devin's year. not going to be on this episode because he doesn't watch Game of Thrones. I want to be on it for I comedic wanna, relief. Actually, I comedic wanna, relief. I want to I think because... I don't know, I don't know I anything. Do we'll we'll let Clem be, be the host. A, I'll no. be like a game show host that doesn't know crap. No, I think Dude, I, I actually, I actually really do want. To we host don't this want. 
the the franchise that we like to be made fun of. I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna we don't be, want yeah, comedic be host relief. because I can make it like, funny. You can be like me when we did the Jurassic.